I cannot drink anymore. Flood Protection Secrets, the podcast to the protection against heavy rain and flooding by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippa. So the big challenge is how can house owners like you and me get a flood-free home? How can business managers like you and me get a flood-free company? And how can public servants provide flood-free critical infrastructure and livable cities? Flood Protection Secrets, the podcast by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippa. This podcast is for foresighted and proactive people who do not want to shovel the muddy water out of their room while standing in the midst of the disaster. Therefore, those who design and plan, the architects and engineers need to construct such buildings and cities and that even when the entire environment is completely flooded. That is a challenge and this podcast will give the answers. Flood Protection Secrets, the podcast by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippe. Yeah. I cannot drink anymore. That is what I said at the beginning. And today uh, I will explain uh, what it is about. You might wonder perhaps. So um, and, and indeed, uh, while I'm recording it, I just got a, a bottle of water from my IT administrator, who is the one who is setting up all my equipment when I'm recording these podcasts. And I just have to drink a little bit of water. Very good. Um, My question to you is how much are you able to drink? Do you remember the parties when you were a teenager or had the first <laughs> first um, drink after leaving your parents' uh, uh, house? What is the connection to flood protection, you might ask? Uh, which secret are we shaking today? Yeah, today let's... Uh, Let's talk about it and uh, let's let's see what really happens. And I want to explain a little bit the phenomena um, about uh, all these liquids. Huh? <laughs> party, party, party. Do you remember really your first party when you were a teenager? I can, I can, I turn my head. You don't see that. Um, Hassan, do you remember your first party when you were a teenager? When I was a child. Ah, when he was a child or he was a... <laughs> Very, very early, early. Okay, I don't remember my first party um, uh, or the first dinner, uh, but there were these evenings uh, with the buddies. Uh, and um, yeah, sometimes uh, at the beginning we were all drinking lemonade. But when you get older, at least um, yeah, in Germany you can, you, you can imagine that is a country of beer drinkers. So then you, you start drinking beer. Uh, and uh, I don't talk about the age now, uh, that not somebody says, oh... You you were drink you you drank when you were minor yeah. yes it's true huh? but uh, no no hard drinks huh? but, but 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 beer yes uh, after a while um, 16 17 but let's say 18 20 that was a time so at university and um, yeah then was sometimes uh, the moment that I said okay I cannot drink anymore or remember when you once had a lot of drinks uh, with or without alcohol at some point in your life you've probably said the phrase 
exactly, I cannot drink anymore, thank you, thank you. And then your body said, ah, come on, one for the road and oh, one more drink, ah, come on. And then you said, okay, come on. Oh, but you simply reached your saturation point. Huh? Um, do you have... Uh, I think you all have heard about the German Oktoberfest, huh? um, whether it is the original one in uh, Munich, what always happens in September due to the weather situation, <laughs> not in October. But anyway, the Oktoberfest, uh, the specialty is the mass beer. And uh, the mass beer, the mass, uh, that is um, a quantity uh, in, in German language, but uh, the word is also widely used in English, That is one liter, one liter of beer. Uh, why they serve these big glasses? Because uh, the, the, the staff who is serving the people uh, does not want to run uh, all the time to the, to the people because they drink fast. And uh, half, half, a, half a liter of beer is nothing when you are sweating and dancing, etc. So that is why they sell one liter. That is, that is easier to sell because the last liter the people sometimes don't finish. So, <laughs> But it's sold. And... Uh, The first liter is okay, but then comes the second, also okay. The third, oh, now it becomes difficult. But there are people who drink even more, and for all of them, there, is, there comes a point where they say, hey, I cannot drink anymore. Or go to the kitchen, uh, do the dishes, do the washing up. Uh, perhaps um, um, I, do, I do that. I, li I like to do it. Um, now I hear already some people uh, uh, telling, oh, Andreas, uh, you only tell it because you are, you are live on your podcast now. No, from time to time I do that. I, I like to do that. And I normally always clean my dishes in the evening, um, especially the glasses, or at least I put water inside that it's not smelly and sticky in the morning. So do the dishes, do the washing up. What do you do when you do it by hand? You need a sponge. And um, in, in Germany, we had, I think in many countries in the world, we had these yellow sponges with a rough green layer the, from the, the company Scotch-Brite. Uh, I always said Scotch-Brite, but <laughs> Scotch-Brite I think is the right pronunciation. These yellow uh, yellow with green layer sponges. Today they, they change the colors a little bit, but anyway. Um, do you know the, the, the yellow household sponges from the kitchen? Most probably, yeah. The one Uh, with a green side to remove stubborn dirt from pots and pans, this scotch bright uh, um, sponge. Uh, and uh, uh, yeah, what, what, uh, after a while, this yellow household sponge is simply soaked full at some point when you rinse it and hold it under the water jet. After that, you simply cannot pick up any more water with it. Try wiping up a spilled glass of water from the tabletop with a fully soaked household sponge. It don't work. Work. It, it, it doesn't work. It, it won't work. I have enough green spaces. To, it, it has enough green spaces to absorb water, but after a while, and, and yellow, after a while, it cannot absorb water anymore. Huh? Uh, and uh, you simply fail. So what do I want to tell with that? Um, it is a saturation point what you have uh, in your body when you when you had your your party and also when you clean the things in the kitchen. So let's go to your your garden, uh, lawns, uh, flower beds, tree and shrub areas uh, are excellent surfaces for absorbing water. Uh, that is what the gar garden stands for. And have you ever wondered what it looks like underneath? What is the soil underneath made of? 
Uh, imagine you have this uh, this sponge that is the same thing, and you only see the green the green uh, um, hard, sturdy uh, layer, uh, and you don't know that there is a yellow layer underneath, the soft one from the sponge. And the same with your garden soil. What is underneath? Uh, is it clay soil, sandy soil, or or a rock? Who knows for sure? Uh, and now it comes too much rainfall and um, yeah, like the sponge, uh, that that is the same case in your garden. Your grass area, your gardening area uh, with the flowers and bushes, etc. It's like your sponge in the kitchen. And um, after a while, you have a little bit layer of, of water, of rainwater in your garden, most probably when the rainfall is too strong. And you reach the saturation point of the soil. And uh, that is the highest risk of surface water that can endanger you. So the moment you have surface water, then the flooding starts. So imagine a garden that is at home. Huh? Imagine this garden area is in front of a factory and uh, that is the same, same, same effect. Or supermarket parking, same effect as well. Parked cars are in danger, the pedestrians are, might be enclosed, be trapped. Always the same thing. So the consequence is that you have to consider the groundwater table because um, so, so far I have not mentioned the groundwater table. Huh? For, for some others, uh, it is a groundwater level. Uh, I don't know what you prefer. And that might be already dan dangerously close to the surface. So when the groundwater is close to the surface, um, then uh, the risk is high that you... Uh, it's like, like you fill a bathtub with water and when the water level uh, reaches the, the, the tip, the, the edge of the bass uh, tub, then it will certainly overflow in a while. So we often talked about the dropping, uh, uh, about the dropping in groundwater levels when it comes to drinking water supplies, especially in times of extreme drought. Uh, drought. Um, but that may be true in some areas, but the moment the groundwater level rises again, due to heavy rainfall, this groundwater level can come extremely close to your lawn or house from below. This depends very much on the location of your property. So be careful when the people talk about the groundwater table in the summertime and when uh, the rainy season comes or wintertime or autumn in, in Europe or America, then um, this groundwater table will be filled, uh, filled uh, again. And it can also be that uh, the surface, uh, of course, is... Um, It's very rough and tight, so, so that means you have a sponge that uh, this with a green layer that is not flexible anymore. That is really hard, and then that then your sponge will not take any water if you only use it from the green side and not from the uh, what is on top. It's the same in your garden. So the solution is um, my example from above. You remember the first party, and I, I asked my my IT admin. Yeah, sitting with me in the same room while I record this podcast. I cannot drink anymore. <laughs> I reached my saturation point. And the consequence is you go to the CR toilet. You you simply release the pressure. We all do. Yeah? And then you feel better. Huh? Some people start drinking again and then said, okay, now let's go again. Some others simply go home. And uh, the old rule still applies. What goes in must get out. Yeah, my conclusion for today, check the uh, water table, the soil quality, quality and how rainwater would flow 
towards uh, or away from your home, from your building, take a look at your patio. If you have one, how would the water from outside behave? Uh, would it flow onto the patio or in the different direction? So terrace. Huh? Um, of course, when you sit there, you have a barbecue, you invited some friends, uh, good friends, uh, perhaps uh, four or six people, and um, you sit in a nice summer night on your on your terrace and suddenly uh, rain is starting. Normally you are not afraid because the uh, terrace is covered perhaps, uh, like my terrace in Germany. But what if the water suddenly will start flowing um, over the grass towards your terrace? Yeah? Because uh, you have so, uh, too many sealed surfaces around you. Check these sealed surfaces and then decide whether you want to take action or not. Whether you can protect your family, your property, your cars from the risk of flooding. And do not forget, you're only one flood barrier away. I wish and hope for you that you make the right decisions when it comes to your personal flood protection. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to this podcast channel if you haven't already. Now it only remains for me to wish you a good day. Do something with it. Maybe until the next podcast episode. I would be very happy. See you then. As always, stay safe and flood free. Your Andreas Klippe and the whole Flood Experts team. it again with a new episode of Flood Protection Secrets, the podcast by Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippi, German engineer, book author, and head of the Flood Experts. What can Dr. Flood, Andreas Klippi, protect for you? Anytime? worldwide? Contact us or just click through to www.thefloodexperts.de slash bonus. Detailed engineering. German quality. Safe. Flood protection secrets. The secrets you'll want to unfold. Don't forget, you're only one flood barrier away. Subscribe to the season. You'll never be late for an episode. <laughs>